so we are going to talk about small business marketing. Um, my name is Scott. Uh, we just had the introduction of my roles. Um, I've been in the data industry for past 11 years. I love spending my free time outdoors, hiking, skiing, etc. And I live right here in New York in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm Chris Lazzaretti. Uh, thank you. Well done. I think we can all agree that my last name uh, beats Scott's in, in Scrabble in terms of the score. Uh, I'm head of, head of data-driven marketing. Uh, I've been at Deluxe for about seven years, um, in the industry for about 20, uh, with, my, with my partner, Tad LeBlanc, founded FMCG Direct out of First Manhattan Consulting Group. I'm also based in New York. Uh, I'm a dedicated French bulldog dad. I'm an eating enthusiast. Um, <laughs> And uh, because of that, I'm a reluctant fitness participant as well. Awesome. So we're maybe to set the stage, we're not just acknowledge that B2B marketing is really, really hard. And there's a several reasons for that. When researchers ask B2B marketers, like, what are your biggest challenges? Two of the biggest challenges that come up are personalization and targeting. And that's what Chris and I are really going to talk about today and where we've had a lot of learnings over the past year. We also believe that personalization and targeting are hardest or harder for those who are targeting small businesses for financial products. And that's because there's a lot of sub-questions that we have to ask and get right in order to effectively do personalization and targeting. On the one hand, we have to figure out what are the right businesses to actually try to approach. And to do that effectively, to answer sub-questions like, are they going to get approved for our loan? What loan size would be appropriate for them? As well as, what is the right lending product? Would it be a credit line? Would it be a merchant cash advance, a term loan, et cetera? Um, even within a credit card, what's the right type of credit card product? And once we SMB marketers figure out the right business to reach, then there's a whole other question we have to figure out, which is what is the right time to try to reach them? And who are the right people to actually approach? Lots of really hard questions. And historically, there has not been very helpful data or information at the time of marketing to actually answer all of these questions, which is why we believe historically it's been so challenging. Um, and this is backed up by when going back to the research, asking small business marketers what their biggest challenge is, where they feel most set up for success and least set up for success, data is typically the place where marketers say they feel least set up for success. So that's really what Chris and I are going to dive into. All right. And I think it's totally understandable if you kind of think about and look at the, uh, the B2B data ecosystem. Um, so if you think about the B2B data ecosystem, it is a wildly fragmented ecosystem. Um, there is a host of B2B data available. There's firmographics from multiple providers. Um, sometimes they agree, sometimes they don't. But if you want anything beyond that, you really have to go looking for additional sources and additional providers. So beyond firmographics, contacts are in a different place. Often there's different levels of corroboration that are necessary. Different providers provide that as well. Specialty data, so for certain industries like healthcare or legal or manufacturing or agribusiness, it's really important to understand more about the type of the business that isn't really available in firmographics. There are behaviors like the, the trigger data, the in-the-market data, uh, trade data. All of that's out there. It's just in a lot of different places. 
Um, but even after you stitch it together, uh, there is generally one missing piece. So uh, the piece that has always been really well represented in the data tends to be the credit side of the equation. So you can go to the public filings and get UCC, you can get commercial real estate, you can get, um, you can get PPP lending information. You can also go to the business bureaus and get uh, things like trade credit and non-publicly reported financial credit for a business, but that gives you a really good sense of kind of who the business is and the money that's going out. But we had a hypothesis, um, so FMCG Direct and, I, and Deluxe, I should have mentioned, is a full-service direct response marketing agency focused on the financial services. Uh, and our belief has always been in building marketing campaigns with our clients that if you want to have a really relevant conversation with a business, uh, you need to understand their cash flow. So we stitched all of that data together that you saw on the last page. We licensed it from, from well over 100 different sources. We felt like we had a really good and complete picture of the business and the money going out, but we never really felt like we had a good view into the money going in. And we felt like we had a hypothesis that if we could understand money in, we could have a much better sense of kind of how the business operated, what they were all about, and how we should approach them with marketing. And that really makes sense if you look at the data. If you look at it kind of... Uh, money coming in, we thought the place that we would start is in the card space. Um, B2B to C businesses are paid about 55% of the time with card. And so we went looking around. We said, is there a provider who really captures the money inside of the equation? And, uh, and can they do it on the card side? And that's kind of how we found Enigma. So that's a good intro, I guess, to talk a little bit about Enigma. So we provide data about the health of small businesses. And as, as Chris mentioned, we feel like we do a particularly good job understanding the money coming in. Um, and so we piece together sources from public data, online data, et cetera. But the most sort of unique thing or what's the biggest backbone of our product is this credit card transaction panel that we built. And so we have the largest panel of credit card transactions in the US represents about transactions from about 750 million unique credit cards covering about 40% of um, credit card spending in the US. And what we do with that is, you know, we'll see this big pool of transactions. We don't know who is making those transactions. We don't know who the cardholder is, but we know where that money is being spent. We'll see maybe Joe's hardware store, to make up an example, had $120 transactions yesterday. And we aggregate that information to understand what Joe's hardware's revenue is. And from that, for an individual business, we can get an understanding of what their revenues look like month over month, what the total you know, magnitude of their business is, how it's trending, how stable it is, et cetera. And historically, we at Enigma were using that for supporting small business lenders making underwriting decisions. We also had this hypothesis that it could be really valuable on the prospecting side um, because we thought that it could answer a lot of those questions that we, went, that we talked about earlier that were so hard. Right? To understand if a business might qualify for a loan at the time of prospecting, our hypothesis was knowing their revenue amount, knowing if they're growing or declining, could really help pre-qualify or identify who's most likely to make it through the underwriting process. Understanding the seasonality of a business could be really helpful in understanding when they might be in need uh, for a financial product. And so um, that was sort of the hypothesis that led our paths to cross. Um, we have this data for 7 million merchants in the US, 
And something that um, enables this type of conversation is that the data is pre-permissioned for use across a variety of use cases. We originally sort of started on the underwriting side. Um, data can also be used for identity verification. Um, and what we're talking about today is marketing. So Chris and the folks over at FMCG had this hypothesis that the understanding money in could be really valuable for marketing campaigns. We thought it could be really valuable, but it was really just a hypothesis at this point. And so about a year ago, year and a half ago, we started this journey together to actually test this. Um, and so Chris is gonna walk through kind of how we set up some experiments to A-B test the impact of actually leveraging this data for marketing campaigns for targeting and personalization and, and what we found. All right. Um, so the question really was, um, did it work? Um, it didn't, so thank you all for coming. Enjoy the conference. See y'all later. Uh, no, <laughs> actually quite the opposite. So um, we had a keen interest of really testing it for business lending. Um, and the performance of the data really mattered to us uh, for a couple of reasons. One is, of course, we're a performance marketing agency, but a lot of the work that we do is actually what you would call pay for performance or at risk or contra revenue type marketing, uh, wherein we actually fund all of the marketing up front and we're only paid by our lenders or our clients based off of the success they derive. And so we were uh, very interested in rigorously testing the data to prove out the hypothesis that, as we thought, if we brought this data into our data lakes and into our infrastructure and fed it through our audience decision engines, would it help us target better audiences, audiences that would convert better? Um, and so where we really plugged it in, in kind of the audience design process, was as a pre-assessment of creditworthiness. So how stable is the business's revenue? Is it likely that they're gonna pass the underwriting of our particular clients? Um, do they have the ability to pay? Um, how does their existing debt load stack up against the ability to take on additional credit? And we also used it to help fit businesses into the right product. Does it look like based off of uh, the money in as well as the money out that they're uh, a good candidate for an installment loan or a line of credit? or merchant cash advance, perhaps. Uh, and so did it work? Um, that's the next slide. On, uh, with five specific clients we tested it on, let me tell you what you're looking at here. Uh, the green bar is actually the performance of the audience that, had, that enjoyed the benefit of having the Enigma data in the audience design process. Uh, and the orange or the yellow bar is, uh, is the audience that didn't have the benefit of the Enigma data in building the audience. Uh, and across five, both large and small banks and fintechs, we actually found incredible performance across. Um, and of course, mileage varied um, between 75 and 380, but as someone who funds marketing campaigns regularly, uh, a 75% lift in conversion or performance in business lending response kind of speaks for itself. Uh, and this to us was really kind of the magic of understanding the money in versus only understanding the money out. We used it in other use cases as well, so we also used it in merchant services. Um, kind of a slam dunk there, understanding what the merchant processing was today was a, a really close to the pin way to use it in terms of, of acquiring new merchant processors for our clients. And then just business banking households in general. Um, for both small and large banks and fintechs, it was a really powerful tool just to grow households as a whole. So the question is, what's next? Um, yeah, so we at Enigma try to really stand behind all of the, the claims we're making about the data. So 
seeing this type of impact was really powerful for us to say, okay, let's actually go to market more broadly with this type of solution. So actually yesterday, it says today here, but uh, yesterday we at Enigma launched um, our sort of product suite for, for sales and marketing um, to really bring these capabilities to the broader uh, ecosystem of fintech lenders. Um, so a lot of the stuff that, that Chris mentioned is available either through a partnership with Deluxe and FMCG or directly through Enigma if lenders are using their own uh, small business or, or kind of running their own uh, acquisition campaigns. And yeah, we're really excited to, to, to see the impact broaden beyond the, the testing we've done over the last year. Congratulations. Thanks. Well done. So that's pretty much everything we had. Um, we have about five minutes left and would love to open it up for, for Q&A or discussion from anyone in the audience. Yeah. In these particular case studies, we didn't, we're the, as the marketing agency, it was up to our clients to, uh, to actually run the underwriting. We aligned with them on the front end so we could actually uh, use their, um, their buy box to help us align kind of on the front end what the parameters are. However, I know Enigma has installed this data in really powerful ways for underwriting. Scott, you want to talk about that? Yeah, so um, several small business lenders um, offering products from credit cards to credit lines. Uh, to term loans are using the data in in the underwriting process in various forms, um, so we're we're seeing a lot of success there as well. With the few minutes we have left, I will also tease one thing that I think is on the the radar. Um, this is like a sneak peek. We, uh, uh, but uh, Deluxe is probably best known. If you, if you know of Deluxe, it's probably best known as the legacy check printer. Uh, today, Deluxe is actually more payments and data than it is check. Um, check is one of our smaller business lines. At this point, we actually, setting aside the check business, um, we actually handle $3 trillion of, um, of payments each, uh, each year. And so as you think about companies like Enigma that are really powerful at at making that data useful, and companies like Deluxe that are uh, that have a substantial amount of that, we are very excited for thinking about what the partnership looks like to extend the money inside of the equation beyond cards to cover uh, three trillion dollars of uh, kind of additional payment flow as well. We we think that that's going to be really powerful for all the use cases we talked about today. All right, I think that's all we have for you today. That's it. Do you want to keep going? No. No, we're I'm out of jokes. My only joke was the data didn't work. Everyone laughed. No one laughed. It was great. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate the time.